Right, you're talking ish. Explain yourself. Begins recording. One, check two. Check one, two. Fantastic. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wablo. It's been four weeks and some days we have disappeared. Life has um has taken over has has life has has prevented us myself and Mikey from bringing you chatting ish so for that I truly apologize but we're here now uh with a with a with a slight change um so Mikey couldn't be available for this week's podcast so what I'm going to start doing is I'll tell you I'll tell you what it is uh Mikey's schedule has recently changed as and mine is pretty full-on so as a result we can't find a time where we're both free to do this podcast and until we can come up with a solution to that i'm going to start having guest co-hosts to sit in and my first guest co-host is someone who has been mentioned before on the podcast she is a very good friend of mine don't get excited and um you know what i'll let you introduce yourself good afternoon good evening good morning i was trying to think how many languages i know in how to say hello and it wasn't very many for this special appearance <laughs> we didn't need to know that you know that right i know sorry i thought we chat ish on this podcast no, you're right. yeah but I'm, I'm just saying you just baited yourself up but i yeah. know right who are you oh gosh hi my name's natalie why do you sound so prim and proper because i am prim and proper go- uh, essay oh well done well done <laughs> well done um yeah and who are you I think people go by their Facebook names these days. So Natalie Simpson Grant, um, also known as Natalie the Cake Lady. I um I'm a very good friend of SA. I feel really honoured that you said that, but I don't believe you. You don't believe me? Am I supposed to believe you? Why don't you believe me? Because you have lots of good friends, so I don't feel special. Huh? How, and uh, okay. Am I not allowed to have lots of good friends? I'm not saying that's the case, but You I'm can, not... but then I well, don't then. but then I'm just one of many. That's not special, is it? But you're still a good friend. Mm. So, um, this, this woman. <laughs> what else? I don't know what else I'm supposed to tell the world. Like, what do you do? Who are you? Why have I chosen? Why do you think I've chosen you to be a co-host for this? Because I chat good-ish. I give good-ish. Oi, oi, that sounds. Hey. Like <laughs> um. Okay. And what else do you do? I see. I, I, you, I've just learned of this new rebrand. So it's the rebrand. It's the rebrand is coming soon, but I bake. So I um the Natalie the Cake Lady is one of the ways that people greet me, but I also run 13 Rhythms, which is a business and career development support service, which is going really well. It's my full time gig, as they say. Um so yeah, I I guess I'm in the realm of the working for oneself self-employed sector. But but it's a thing to do. Mm. Um, why thirteen rhythms? Very quickly. Because why the name thirteen rhythms? Because we often associate the number thirteen with bad luck or things that are unfortunate. And I reflected that in life, sometimes we have negative beliefs about ourselves, and we don't know where they've come from. Much in the same way that we don't know why thirteen is considered unlucky. 
So I thought, let's turn it on its head. And rather than having a negative association with it, let's take it into something positive, which is what I do with my clients. Okay. Well, thank you very, very much for that explanation. Thank you for asking. Um, you're a listener to Chatting Ish, so I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the, the format. How has your week been? Oh, yes. <laughs> but then, the th okay, so I know you normally ask Mikey, but no one asks you, Essay, how's your week been? Oh, I'll get to that. I want to know how, how your week has been. All right, then. It's fine. I'm not good at answering questions. Well, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you even here? But all right, let's, let's, let's continue. My week has been... <clears throat> well, it's been good. Obviously, we don't have last week to compare to, but let's say in the last seven days... Um, it's been an interesting run. I was on the radio for the first time, which was really interesting. Um, doing business advice. For the um, first time? Wow. <clears throat> on a wow. new show okay. for the first time. And just to add context to my, my repeated wows, I invited Natalie to be on my oh. radio show along with uh, Croc, DJ Croc, Maurice, aka Maurice, and sims mode and femi we, we we used to have a weekly friday drive time show we invited natalie down and she somehow neglects to mention that as her first ever radio show. my face cool. is hot yeah, for shame cool. for shame it's all, right. it's all right but moving on swiftly my week yes has been um it's been all right it's been all right i Bit of a bit of a setback in regards to my events. If you're, well, you shouldn't be a first time listener by now, but if you are a first time listener, welcome, um, welcome to chatting ish. I do events, and uh, I was supposed to have an event in a couple of weeks, but I've just had to uh, cancel that. Um, yeah, I just had to put a stop on that real quick. Um, I don't want to say why, but yeah. I, things had to change uh other than that it's been a quiet week i've been very tired i don't know why mm. i've been probably need to sleep more yeah yeah but i would have thought i've caught up with my sleep but yeah I, i've been very tired are you eating properly no to be honest no, you see? I, I i i think this week I've, I've i have been eating twice a day as opposed to the usual three four times but um yeah. gotta look after yourself i yes. know i know but yeah sometimes you just you're in the zone and you don't you know you, you all, i know it sounds crazy but you almost forget to eat and mm -hmm. you're just busy working but yeah but you do look well and i really Thank like you. your romper suit that you're wearing today oh my day it's everyone who's listening essay is very fashion forward so he's wearing Excuse a leopard you? print romper right and if you believe did very that, well if you believe that you will believe anything but no, you know what? It's funny you mentioned... When did you hear about the romper suit? Literally yesterday. It's so funny because I introduced... Wait. I introduced two people to it uh, yesterday. Mm. I think, yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah. Um, so, all right. For those who are not up to the time, let's, let's break down what a romper suit is. A bit is for, for me, the best way I'd describe it is it's a boiler suit with the legs cut off mm -hmm. above the knees yes is that the best way we can describe it definitely okay so, so it's, for it's, a woman it would be like a jumpsuit equivalent a, is that a cat what's a cat suit is is, is can so it, can a cat be? suit would be a form-fitting oh, like fitting. a stretchy okay. Okay. number so a jumpsuit is the loose whatever yeah mm. all right so yeah so apparently 
from out of nowhere. But you should know you're wearing one. From out of nowhere. <laughs> um, these pictures and memes of romper suits. No, I think a blog article exp uh, explaining the fact that the next summer sensation in in men's fashion will be the romper suit. And there's a picture of, a, of about five or six men standing next to each other in different, you know, one in denim, one's got polka dots and, and patterns and, and, and all sorts. And then the whole, my whole timeline is just filled with people either making fun of it. Well, majority of people are making fun of it. And I've, so far I've only seen two women who have said, and, and something along the lines of, I am here for the romper suit. Love heart emoji. No. Um, <laughs> I, it looks hideous to me. I won't be caught dead wearing one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unseemly. I think it's the but whole concept. Skinny jeans? skinny jeans equally so, but with a romper suit, it's that thing of you've got to, undo all of it to wick to urinate so then why why are you holding men into uh, men to a different standard if anything it's more easier for men because they don't have to take it all off you would no they don't have you'd to, have to be topless how, how 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 far down do the buttons go? i don't know where does your thing start <laughs> no, but i i presume it starts from the shirt collar mm -hmm. yeah and goes down into the zip buttons i think it's buttoned like a button goes fly all, yeah so it goes all the way down so uh -huh. in theory you do not oh, have to, to open take the, yeah for a man to go toilet you don't you don't have to take it off how do you do it essay how did you do it to i don't i i don't know it's it's to me it's not even so there's that thing of it the a lot of the memes have been about the logistics but then it's also sort of is like what children wear is it feminine because i've seen some memes where um no. they're making fun of women are making fun of men as if to say the women the roles in the relationship have switched as a result of the romper suit now i i don't think it's feminine as much as the skinny jeans are were i don't think it's feminine but there's something seriously off key about it it's some it's 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 stupid. I think it's silly. It, it, it's something that's just a bit, really? Like that. That's what it makes me do. Really? In that voice as well. So I wouldn't, so I think a skinny jean is feminine. But then a skinny jean that's, that's um, baggy at the top, you know, when you hang it down. Yeah. I don't, under, I don't even understand that fashion. So the romper suit, for me, it's that thing of it's a social ent a social enterprise, you know, a social media thing that's come out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, I think people who are fashion forward are going to wear them. What is them. fashion forward? Clearly, I've been watching a lot of Project Runway lately. So what, what is Project Runway? <laughs> I, I, you know what? Having a woman co-host this has brought a completely different... Already? Yeah. Okay. Mike, help me, mate. No, well, mm, okay. So fashion forward, I don't know. I mean, it's these, you, I work with of a lot trends? of... Is it, is it, Basically, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's someone who, oh, this new thing has come out, so they'll be first Exactly to that. Well, not to market, first to, to street, first to, to hit the roads with a particular breakthrough 
thing, trending thing. I was going to say fashion, but it's not necessarily fashion. But um, okay. Um, all right. So you know what? I have this vision. I don't, I'm not going to many festivals this, this year yet. That could change. But I have a feeling, especially somewhere like Lovebox and potentially Wireless, there's going to be crews of men. I think there'll be endless gangs of prints. Men. And then I think you'll have it to kind of masculine it up a bit. You'll have a lot of torso showing. So lots of buttons open. Oh, I love and it. And then it'll be the shorts. And then the shorts are quite, it's very much a slim fit. And then you'll get, you know, people of. Do I need to make a Got Soul one? If you want. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know who's going to wear nah, it. No, I'm good. No, I'm in good. fact, it'll be quite nice in a black with the orange. Nah, got no, no, some... no, no, no. I'm all right. I'm all right. All right, I'll make one for you. Yeah, you know you... I'm good with the sewing machine, yeah, I don't right? A woman can wear it. That's, that's cool. Mm-mm. It's a romper. It's but for you. Who's going to? But it's never going to be worn. Women have got their own versions. This I'll, is for I'll, dudes. I'll, I'll, I'll give that to a woman. She can wear it. It was going to be cut wrong for women. Women's but shape is different. It's the whole like women in men's t-shirt look. No, because a woman women wear... in men's shirt. Are you cutting me off? Yeah. <clears throat> a woman's going to wear a different shape t-shirt. No, but if a woman... You know that whole w- women in men's shirt? Oh, no, it's different. <laughs> yeah, you could... It, I, I mean, no. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but they could they could wear that in a belt and Sutton can work, no? No. All right. I'll the crutch know. will be wrong. The rise will be wrong. Do you know what the rise is? Nope. So that's in sewing... Yeah. So where the man's crutch is sewn in one way, a woman's crutch is sewn in a different way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should I'll, we come off the wrong seat t- now? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I'll I'm just going to get you one. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um. So yeah, so, so Nat sent me some topics. And... You call me Nat, it's cute. <sighs> Nat sent me... <laughs> You, you guys are going to hear a frustrated side of me <laughs> that you, you probably haven't heard in the previous, I think 12 episodes, no, 13 episodes. Wow. See, 13. We've, and we've missed, um, what, we're four or five episodes behind, so oh. we've got some catching up to do. Anyway, um, so yeah, we'll, 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 we'll go straight in. The, a, a clip came out this week about Monique saying she's been blackballed by Lee Daniels, Oprah and Tyler Perry. Now, I'm pretty sure Oprah and Tyler Perry are household names. However, I'd be, I'm willing to bet that Lee Daniels isn't. Who is Lee Daniels? He is a writer and director. Slash producer. Slash producer of the film Precious and the TV show Empire. And, oh. Yeah, that's that I didn't Lee Daniels. Uh, I, th- I knew he was involved in one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I linked him with empire not 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 mm. oh. so um he so he was i think he made i want to say adapted um the script for the film and then directed precious and obviously monique would have worked with him on During that project that, yeah. yeah okay so the, the to, to break down there's a video clip of i, I think right at the end of a show where it looks like the end of a stand-up show she goes in saying they haven't black they tried to blackball me but in fact they haven't blackballed me they whiteboard me or something along them lines um they can suck my dick if i had one or whatever whatever um ah, where can we go with this do you think can do, firstly do you believe someone can blackball you 
Because I used to I used to subscribe to the theory of you can definitely if someone higher than you wants to stop your growth, mm-hmm. they can definitely do that. But of late, mm-hmm. especially in this era where we literally we are the middleman has has pretty much been removed as thanks to obviously the internet, social media and, and all this virality that, that comes with these platforms. Um that n- now is a time where no one can stop your could stop your flow if you get what i'm saying i get you but i think it depends on your industry so i think something like hollywood and making movies Mm -hmm. is still quite a closed environment so there's only a very small number of studios a very small number of um, companies that make films so i suspect if you are in an environment where nobody's your cheerleader and actually people talk negatively about you maybe that would be a thing of actually we don't want to work with that person they're too much hard work so if that's what she's referring to Mm. I think in her sector it could work sure we can all create content I get that but if you want if we think about um Monique is an Oscar winner for Precious. She won an Oscar, right? Yeah. So then you've got to think, so off the back of winning an Oscar, I guess there's an expectation that your career is going to go up and that you'd be in more films, more, have more projects, be have more exposure. But for her, it certainly hasn't worked out that way. What the reasons are, I don't know. Sadly, I haven't been able to find a longer clip to give more context. But I certainly think that in her sector, yeah, I'm sure you can just be like, there's like an invisible ring around you that says, yeah, this person's kind of untouchable. Don't go there. What I find funny is by you saying this in a public forum, you've increased the the the, the process of the blackballing, have you not? I think you have. But the flip side is if people are talking about you, Oscar Wilde said it, isn't it? The only thing worse than people not, then people talking about you is people not, not talking speaking about you. about you. So in a way, this 40 second clip, as you said, that then goes viral, then becomes something, well, what, what's the story? What's behind it? What's the, mm. what's the 411? So if nothing else, this is going to get her opinion back into the media and people will want to know what the, what the, what the backstory is to this rant in a comedy show on stage, you know? The weird thing is she's picked three very powerful people. Mm-hmm. Very powerful black people. Which is unfortunate. Do you know what I thought on the way here? Mm-hmm. This is so off off on a tangent. Why don't why don't people name their daughters Oprah? It's a very good question. Because I've 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 heard of several Beyonce's. I've heard of several Rihanna's. I've heard of Jodeci's. And yeah, Dalvin. Why, why, like, you'd think that naming your child after a, she's a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. A black billionaire. She's not, a, she's not a sexy billionaire, though. In oh, the I don't sense want my of, child to be sexy. But I think if you're going to, okay, potential controversial opinion alert. <laughs> if you're going to name your child after someone in the public eye, Maybe and, and, there's and a... that pause was, came with a with a grimace almost like it it was a wince and a half. <laughs> but go on. Maybe there's a slight 
I want to say class, but that's not the right word. Maybe there's a slight sort of famous celebrity infamy association that you're going for. So Beyonce is famous for being an entertainer. Oprah is well known for having a talk show. It's a different kind of fame. Do you know what? Okay. You're, you're, you're at the airport. Mm -hmm. Beyonce comes out exit A. <laughs> Oprah comes out exit B. Mm -hmm. Where do you look or where do you focus or where do you move towards? Well, I'm different, innit? No, I'd want to know who, where you would go. I'd look at... Who would you fan out? Who would you go crazy in for? Like, not, you wouldn't. No. Okay. But I think, like for genuine, I'm not like... Fame, no. I, I'd be interested to know like, oh my God, Oprah's, is this skinny Oprah? Is it big Oprah? Oh my God, she's smaller than you think on TV. Everyone I've ever seen who's been on TV tiny, is always smaller. way small. Yeah. So that would be my first kind of fascination. Um, Not me, because I don't get hype like that. But I think what, I think as, a, as an experiment, you'd probably get more people that would look to Beyonce mm. than you would to Oprah. Yeah. So I think it's that thing of... Is it generational though? Like, do you think our, our, our younger, our youngers would lean towards exit A, whereas those sort of our, our age and older our would age, look towards... Our age, I'm 28. Um, I think... <laughs> I'm not saying, I can't even I say, say it with a straight face, shame. I think the... So for me, my, my, my measure is my mum bless her so who was an older mum she's not like a young mum so definitely I think mummy would know Oprah she'd know of Beyonce but then I think more people would know of Beyonce in terms of a fascination with her mm. I don't think Oprah's fascinating a billion dollars but it doesn't but that's the money in your bank account in terms of the fame and the the zhuzh, the interest, the, oh my God, she's had twins. Oh my God, did she carry the, she had twins. I did see a picture of twins, but I don't think it's true. Uh, not yet. It can't I think have. there's some it just random. Got announced the other day. There's it, some it, random it twins be. in a, Beyonce's had twin in boys. In a meme or in, is, fake news. Yeah, um, exactly. I think for me, mm. I'd want to see her in the flesh because mm. I've always been that guy who, 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 who says, Beyonce's not all that. In my opinion, I don't think she's like everyone goes, everyone goes crazy. Like, don't get me wrong, she's attractive, mm. but in my eyes, she's not top 10. In Who my, is in, in your top eyes. 10? Wow, how did we get there? I know because um, we're doing a segue, or just one or two people in your top okay. 10. Okay, uh, Jada Pinkett, Narissa Irving. Who's that? Uh, she's the <laughs> I'm gonna I'm putting myself in this. wow that's she's a the, law she's the oh, I think she's in a Bobby Valentino video okay um is it Bobby Valentino yeah I'm pretty sure it's that video. Mm -hmm. um no it's not that video anyway it's no it's a it, it's a it's a reggae slash soca artist oh okay okay anyway yeah yeah, yeah. whoever yeah um yeah that anyway okay back to the subject mm -hmm. it'll be interesting um yeah it'll be interesting i like it it's a good see. question 
Who who would you lose it more for? Like, is it Beyonce or? But you wouldn't lose it for Oprah. So are you telling me there's no celebrity? No, I, are you mad? Do you see how people go crazy over Wendy Williams, let alone anyone else? But so if a... Oprah walks into the building, this woman's legendary. I I I think I, I'm not. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't say anything stupid or run towards her. But I'd be like. I'd probably pick up my phone and go, yo, look who's in front of me right now. Yeah, but... you flipping billionaire. Yeah, but you're talking about it from the perspective of... An older person. No. Oh, <clears throat> you're I'm talking, old out here, fam. You are old out here, fam. Too old to be using words like fam. Let's start there. So definitely there's a whole thing about being famous, but then you're talking about it. Wow, she's a billionaire, but that's not, that's not sexy. I don't know about that. So, in the grand scheme uh, of things. Yeah, Oprah's the type of person you'd want to sit down and reason with and be like, wow, so how did you start? Where did you start? How did you achieve? What tips do you have for me, Oprah? Can you cut me a check? Beyonce is different in that she is popular famous. So you want to see if she'll do a dance or something. Do you know? Like, yeah, it's just not. In the middle of the airport. Yeah. It's that kind of a thing. It's just not the same sort. Is Blue Ivy got her hair in braids or whatever? Is she's that kind of famous? She's not. She's Oprah's not like sexy famous. And I don't mean that Oprah's not a sexy woman. I have to probably, if I'm on your show, um, define what I mean by sexy. It's that thing of interesting, creative. It's got zhuzh, je ne sais quoi, that kind of thing. Not like literal sexy. Let us know what you think at Chatting Ish. If you were in between Beyonce and Oprah and you only had the chance to walk towards one of them, even if it was just to take a picture, you don't necessarily have to scream and say, oh, can I get your autograph or whatever, but just to take a picture from afar and you had to turn in one person's direction, who would you go for? At Chatting Ish, um, hit us up on Facebook, Insta, Instagram, Twitter. You could tell I'm rusty at this because I haven't said it in a while. At Chatting Ish, one word. Um, all right. So you the the, the other uh, topic that you sent me is Stormzy giving nine thousand pounds to a crowdfunder. So it's a black lady who wanted to go um, Harvard. So she's raising funds to go to Harvard mm -hmm. and I watched a video with her in it today and she basically said her friend tweeted Stormzy and asked for a retweet and any help in any way and the dude just donated nine grand mm -hmm. now my thing with this one is he's just opened himself up to a whole bunch of people just asking for handouts and, and, and help and, and whatever. So this potentially, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's an amazing act. It's a wonderful act to see it. Slightly wish he would have done it, would have done it anonymous or, or something because now I feel that people will look to him for help. People in his close, his inner circle or, or inner circles, um, will look to him for help and I don't know, man. Thing is, he didn't donate as Stormzy. So he donated in his whole government name, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they, but some, so 
so a fan knew his government name. So probably. somehow I remembered reading or seeing that they were like, so he did give his whole, and he's got like six names, I think, um, his full name, and but they knew that it was still him. I think it's interesting, and, and it's a it's a interesting segue from the Oprah story because I remember when she interviewed Dave Chappelle after his uh, his vacation. he kind of disappeared. His he got his Africa, Africa tickets, baby, right? Um, I remember he came back on the show and he was talking about um, doing like a block party, mm-hmm. and he was saying that one of the it, the money is very attractive and it's very appealing but he would really like to be in a position where the people that buy his tickets actually can benefit yeah. from the work that he's doing. And he'd really like to not necessarily have all of the money, but to share it amongst people that buy his tickets. And Oprah was very much, she kind of cautioned him and said, be careful when you talk about things like this, because you'll get loads and loads of requests yeah. for help yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. to be careful she was like you're on live tv now dave be careful mm. when i was like why should and yeah. i so it was a really interesting thing about when you help how much more do people expect help um i don't know i thought what was most interesting for me was that she was crowdfunding to do her masters so it wasn't like this is one person who is who wants to do an undergraduate degree and can't. She was the African Caribbean Society president at Oxford. So she's an Oxbridge graduate. And oh, now wow. she wants, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. and, and so now she wants to to go to Harvard. So I was a bit like, mm. it's, it's interesting. What are you saying? She's done enough. She, <laughs> <clears throat> she's got a degree from Oxford. Be happy with that. Don't, don't try to push your luck. <laughs> a bit. Two no, Ivy no, Leagues no. On, on both sides of the world. Are you mad? Fam, sit down. I think it's, well... <laughs> Be humble, yeah? No, do your thing, you know? I think it's, 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 I think, you know, going through Oxford and having worked in higher education myself, certainly it's a, it's an institution of some fine renowned. Mm. I did find it, you know, interesting that, yeah, with a, with a degree from Oxford, the, the doors are open to you, you know, widely um so it's going to be interesting to see what happens next i think in terms of the crowdfunding what's so interesting is just the potential again as you said that the internet can bring um in terms of people going back to stormzy back and back and back that's a risk but you just say no isn't it mm. i mean now that you said that i just realized the chances are she's probably going to hit a hit a target now because she's all over the news mm-hmm. So people are going to go, oh, I really like this cause and donate. Mm-hmm. So I guess had he done it, um, you know, had he done it discreetly, none of this would have happened. So I, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, I think it's an interesting thing because again, if people all, as I say to, to clients and I try and tell myself, what you need is a hook. All you need in a, in your story, in a campaign, is some kind of a hook. And once celebrity does that often, say for celebrities attached to your project or mm. your activities, then that can generate that level of interest or some sort of scandal can generate interest, some kind of notoriety. But all you need is one hook and then you're on BBC. I was like, how, 
would you get to the BBC? Mm. But she's on the BBC because of Stormzy. Stormzy now is popular because of Jeremy Corbyn and all these grime artists are now attaching themselves to, <laughs> to what, his... Wait, Stormzy did something with Jeremy Corbyn? I don't know that Stormzy did, but Grime... Grime, yeah, okay, okay, okay. ...artists, of which he is one, right? Mm. So then you just think all of these kind of... This network of associations then just build and they come together at exactly the right time because three years ago, a Grime artist giving you money would be nowhere. That's a point. That's a very yeah no no you know what I, yeah you've got you 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 definitely hit a nail. On Is the it head worth having that. me on now? Shall I leave? Have I done my job? You're a fool. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a real fool. Um, but no, that's a point. That's a point. Had uh, had Kano donated mm-hmm. nine thousand dollars to this. It makes you think. Would it have? Kano was in Top Boy, was he? Yeah. Mm-mm, so he's an actor. You need someone who's a deep underground artist that people don't really know, but people know on a certain scene. Oh, so okay. So he he. So so you're you're talking a grime artist who hasn't hit mainstream. A grime artist who I I, I wouldn't know of. <laughs> I don't. Think, yeah, I definitely wouldn't know. But it's I guess it's the difference between say. So back in my day, so like Craig David was known. So he was garage, but he was known. But someone like, who's the one you sang? PSG. With a little bit of luck, we can MC make. Luck, um, DJ Luck and MC Luck. Okay, then. So they were, oh, in fact, maybe they even got in the charts. No, I, no I get, I, like Sparks and Kai. Or, right. Or those, those people that were underground superstars, but they weren't mainstream superstars. Nowhere no, near you. the BBC. I get you, I get you, I get mm-hmm. you. I get you. Um, oh, interesting. Because Stormzy was on my, not my left foot. What's that program called? What? Ah, oh, the last leg on channel four. Yeah, my left foot. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> my days. <laughs> he was on that. I think I have to give my first ever chat and ish disclaimer. <laughs> the things uttered by Miss Cake Lady, AKA Natalie, I'm not uh, of chatting ish. Wow, it's called my is is a leg not associated with a foot. No. You know, you know what the my, the worst thing is. My left foot is an actual film. I know it's a film. I couldn't re- essay, man. Come, I couldn't. You know, anyway, no, because continue. it's a last leg. The last leg. <laughs> then he was in the evening standard. I don't even know what's giving you joke. Then he was in the evening standard. For the whole thing with the police. Yeah. So Stormzy is a name. And so because it was Stormzy that gave her money, now she's going to get that traction. Oh my God, Grime artists are good guys too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that helps the the stereotype. Well, not even a stereotype, the, the image these mm-hmm. guys have. Um, did you see what they did with JME? And you know, JME posed with Jeremy Corbyn. He's the, he's the main grime artist that posed with Jeremy Corbyn. I've seen a picture. I don't yeah, know who that's, JME that's is. That's probably him. That's probably okay. him. Mm-hmm. So um, someone, and it, it, it appeared in the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. They researched, they, you know, they, as they do, they go back in your past and fish through your tweets. And they found two um, problematic tweets from JME from 2011 wow. or 2009. One was bomb the White House. <clears throat> but it was clearly taken out of context. You know, Always. it was like a string of tweets. 
literally this tweet only had three words mm. so you don't know what was said before or after mm. so it said bomb the white house and oh i can't remember what the second one was but it was that's it rape is surprise sex but it but it was like it was like well, how did he say it he said some some say rape is surprise oh, i can't remember what okay so wording. he wasn't saying it he was saying what people say i, I don't know because i mean rape jokes are never appropriate ever 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 unless you're saying in a me, sarcastic kind it. of a way mm. what someone is saying about something but i think you know this whole thing about social media it now is as fun and as throwaway and as light-hearted as we make comments and throw them at all of these different social media platforms this is exactly the challenge because you didn't know who when you were jme in 2000 and whatever year it was and you were an underground grime artist you had no expectation that at some stage in life mm. you'd be standing next to the leader of the labor party in the midst of an election campaign i don't know if that's a good thing about life or not yeah and it's weird this is probably going to go down a sticky road mm -hmm. but attitudes change absolutely and i find that people i was watching mike is going to hate me for saying this i was watching a well-known um youtube chat show based in the uk with black people and they've just released a an episode surrounding um focused on homosexuality so they got a male guy who was homosexual and they got a uh, a woman on the other side who was a um, lesbian and they were basically asking the questions um whether it's nature versus nurture if it's this if it's that you know all, all along that and everyone on that show with the exception of one were watching their tongue mm -hmm. everybody and some of them potentially displayed homophobic tendencies mm -hmm. but they were very aware of the of the repercussions if they said it out loud mm. like you, like they were very they were watching their words and i think even a couple of people on on the show observed it and said it themselves and it just made me think it's, it's quite fascinating because back in the day they wouldn't have watched their words like i still have friends to this day who will not go to a club if they know if it's public knowledge that that club um, is run by a homosexual owner, an owner who's homosexual. I'm trying to remember the the venue. Mm. There's a particular venue that um, there was a party at, and then it, and then my my guy said, "Nah, I'm not going." I heard that owner's gay, and they regularly hold gay parties in that club. And I'm like, bro, it's. Like, I think he said this in 2016 or 2015. What? And I'm like, bro, like, are you kidding me? I suppose that the, the attitudes don't disappear, but definitely 
the no but he's an example of someone who hasn't caught up to speed with the general attitude but back in the day that was the common attitude nobody wanted to go fridge back in the day because of what they used to do on fridays or saturdays or whatever so i don't think it's the attitude i think it's the freeness to speak about your thoughts and feelings and the way that language has adapted to do so so i don't think it's anything personally i don't think it's anything to do with what people think i think the thoughts are still there i just think the way that people articulate them or not is what's changed okay but then surely that for them to articulate their thoughts differently eventually that that does that not filter down to their thought process as well because if it almost it's almost like by by changing your delivery mm -hmm. you are aware that effectively what you're thinking is wrong i think you're aware that what you're thinking could get you into trouble that's a different thing so it's either you speak about something I, I mean I get where you're going I do but I think it's more of a it's more of a, a, a it's about our society being more litigious it's about us being more able to say you hurt my feelings and because you hurt my feelings there's some sort of a repercussion that could be legal and have a severe ramifications on the person who said what they thought and then the receiver feels hurt now you've got you're sacked now you're in front of hr now you are going to court for something um so i think that's probably the environment that's changed um and so that's why people are much more careful about what they say and how they say it people who won't go to clubs because a gay owner owns it i mean you can't go through life not interacting with gay people. That would be impossible. But to say that and to feel that way, you can't say that in certain environments and not expect repercussions because there will be repercussions. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just reflecting on on some of the things some people have said in the past at Let's Talk. It's like, yeah, let, uh -huh. let them say that now. And uh, just to add context, Let's Talk is a discussion and debate event me and Mikey used to run back in the day. And uh, we had some, and I think, yeah, this this was eight years ago, seven, seven to eight years ago. And in the early days, we had some people saying some outlandish-ish, Ish. <laughs> literally. Um, they disowned their children. They they'd beat their children for certain life choices. Um, yeah. Time has changed, boy. I'll tell you Indeed. That. Moving on. Mm. Um, speaking of time, mm. you sent me something about, is someone celibate for 10 years or just waiting? Break, like, oh. bring, break that down, because I didn't get that one. So, there was a, a video of a, a lady. It's like a Christian talk show. It's called Juicy Ladies. You can find it. And it's called, it's wait, it's it's a Christian talk I show. I believe and it's, called it's Juicy Ladies. Well, 
it was an interesting juxtaposition in my mind also essay however the clip that i saw was a lady that was um talking about um celibacy and she said that she's been celibate for 10 years and i was thinking as i do with social dynamics i was thinking are you celibate for 10 years or are you waiting to get married so for her not having sex before marriage is a is something that she wants to adhere to. It's part of her belief system. It's part of the plan for her life. And actually what she does is she works with other people to come up with celibacy plans. Who knew <laughs> Who knew such a thing existed? So you can maintain- What does that mean, avoid members of the opposite sex? Well, like- I'd love to know what was on one because I just thought you just don't have sex, but apparently you can have a celibacy plan okay. and you can have a, a real kind of, you know, like an, an action- a set of actions that will help you to maintain your purity in that sense. But I just thought if you're, if you're cel, would you, cause to me, celibacy is a choice, right? Yeah. 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 So if you're celibate for 10 years, is it that you're just waiting to get married to somebody? But but what is the difference? Is, is celibacy waiting to get married before isn't is that not waiting to get married before you have sex so they're each of the same is it not well well maybe it's a semantic difference to me but to me you can so i can choose all right i'm going to choose to be celibate for a year because whatever my reasons are okay let's let's go backwards the difference between celibacy and abstinence oh that's a nice point Mm. because what you've just described i would i would call as abstinent of keeping of being abstinent whereas celibate i could be wrong yeah go on it it, it is according to the faith you follow Mm -hmm. practice believe in in this case christianity Mm. um it is said in whatever bible scripture testament whatever that um you must not have sex until before marriage so interestingly i'd see it as the opposite way around so i would see abstinence as the like the state of being of not having sex before marriage according to religious i think so whereas celibacy i wouldn't associate with religious practice actually oh i, I probably got it the wrong way around. i don't think i don't think you have i think this is part of the interesting dynamics what of language. word is used in when it comes to christianity or or, or or the bible what word is actually in the bible is it celib- is, is abstain or but s- you ask another very interesting question because the only word i'm familiar with is do not fornicate <laughs> which is don't have sex before marriage in terms of what the process of waiting is called it's not i've it it might be in there somewhere but it's not one that i'm familiar with from my sunday school days so i don't know but i just thought "Mm," to me like you choose to be celibate but if you say i've been celibate for 10 years to me that's like yeah you're waiting for someone to marry you i nearly said take you off the shelf but i hate that term so i won't use it i still don't get the difference maybe it's me being you know no but you usually there's a yeah but i'd like to understand get to the root of this of you of you being pedantic like what is if someone is we're we're talking about someone who has has let's all right let's paint this case study sarah has multiple boyfriends in 10 years none of them last 
None of them want to get married. So as a result, she hasn't done the deed. She has remained celibate for 10 years. She has also waited for 10 years. Because none of them... But to me... All right then. So if Mary has been... Who's Mary? What did you call Sarah. her? Sarah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Mine is John and Mary, as you know. Still Shout out, to, Johnny. Still... <laughs> yeah. um, so my, okay then. So to me, so she's been having relationships. Mm-hmm. So if, what's her name? Sarah. If Sarah met somebody that ticked all of her boxes, then she would be in- physically intimate with that person. Okay, so in this case of this Christian coach. Yeah. They didn't have any opportunities. So I'm, so not, well, I don't know. So I'm just asking because I just thought, because in, what's her name? Sarah. In Come Sarah's on. case, because Mary, I just want to say Mary, and Go I know on. that's not right. Sarah Mary, so in that's in Sarah's case, yeah. she's waiting until someone comes along, which is different. Yeah, that I To agree just, with. because to me, if you're celibate, I've said for a year, I'm going to be celibate. So whether Tom, Dick, Harry, Kwame, Io, and Kwaku come, I'm not going to be with them because what I've got names. <laughs> I know. Did you like it? And it was six names. It was one every other month. Yeah. So, oh. e- <laughs> so even if they come, I've made a choice. No, I'm not. I'm not entertaining. But you. then, okay. So then, I'd argue that the the incorrect term was used. Mm-hmm. If you say I'm going to be celibate, mm-hmm. that's dependent on marriage at the end of the tunnel. If you do not have sex for whatever period of time, you've abstained from sex. Yes, but yeah, totally. I wish I had internet so I could check out the definition. I'm the here, adjective. look. Yeah. I'm, I'm celib- What does it say celibate? So this is not going to help us because it says celibacy, the state of abstaining. But does it mention marriage? From marriage and sexual go. relations. There you go. So so you can't say I'm I'm I was celibate um I was celibate last year. Yeah. No, you abstained last year. No, because look, celibacy from the Latin is the celibatus. Celibatus, actually, is the state of voluntarily, which is my point, yeah, being unmarried sexually abstinent or both usually for religious reasons there you go in a wider sense it is commonly understood why are you clicking your fingers in a <laughs> in a wider sense like you found the Just cure to one, cancer man. it is what it is commonly understood to only mean abstinence from sexual activity so to me if i'm voluntarily so i'm questioning i guess which is maybe unfair of the woman i'm questioning have you actively chosen celibacy for 10 years or have or you found yourself waiting yeah yeah well, that's what i'm saying so if so i guess we'll the, the, this is a mute point then because we won't know it unless she provides further context. Mm. But if someone, for example, if someone went through a drought. That's strong, but yeah. <laughs> if someone went through a drought for a couple of years, mm. yeah, they weren't, <laughs> no one stepped to them. They, oh gosh. You know, nothing happened. Then they weren't celibate. Mm-hmm. They abstained. Or not even abstained. They didn't they, even abstain. They, 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 they were, it wasn't presented to them. All right, let, let's, say, let's say someone had lots of offers, but they weren't from anybody they liked. Mm-hmm. That meant, to me, that means they abstained. No. 
Because to me, to abstain is a verb, a doing word. So they, yeah, they, 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 they would. That's they, right, innit? Yeah, but so that, that's what I'm saying. So all these guys offered. Mm-hmm. Well, go on, babes. Mm-hmm. Let me I'm not, here, innit? Let me, let me knock them boots, innit? Yeah. And what are you saying there? And, and uh, yeah, let's oh, do this. Uh, but anyway. Uh-huh. I, I'm on it. What? No, but you, 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 oh, you're going against my, no, you're oh, saying, and you, I you, thought you were, no, oh. you, but then, but then she's like, nah, 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 mm-hmm. I'm not on it. She has abstained. I get you. She mm. has turned down. She has, has, has walked away from the deed. Oh, I get you. So then as a result, she has abstained. But then in six months time, she can't say, oh, back in Jan, I was, oh, back in December, I, I, I was celibate. No, you abstained. Oh, this is interesting. But then, uh, but then if she is in, in, in a situation with someone she likes and adores and finds um, physically attractive mm-hmm. and lusts after, and he offers and she says, no, not. In, literally, she has to say the words or she has to think it or imply it. Not until we are married in a holy union, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's, that's when celibacy comes into okay. it. That's how I see it. Because celibacy is like, it's, celibacy is abstaining on the condition until you're married. Like the married is, is, is a, is is a point. Yeah, it's literally, it's a. But people choose to go celibate all the time. No, but th- that's the thing. It's an incorrect use of the term in my eyes. Oh. So when people. So they're just abstaining. Like, you, you and I both know there's some characters are in our mutuals mm. when they abstain. They go through periods of time where they've abstained. Yeah. If they say, oh, I, from 2014 to 2016, I was celibate. No, they abstained. Because okay. there was, they, unless they were in something and they were waiting to get married. But then that fell apart. Mm-hmm. They can't. They don't have the right to say they were celibate. I'm with you. I marriage think... has to be at the end of the tunnel. If you get what I'm saying, I get you. But then maybe this is the whole thing about the modern versus the more use ancient the usage. No, it's just it's just it's one of those times where people don't understand. It's like conversate. Like some people just don't understand that. My fingers are in my ears. You I know, hate the word conversate. You know the joke. You know the joke thing is. Someone seriously reputable used the word conversate the other day on TV. I can't remember who it was, but I saw it and I'm like, wow, really? It's, a, it's very anyway, unfortunate. Um, it's a nice colloquial. Maybe this is a chatting-ish tweet job to see what people think. No, but yeah. I mean, I well, I don't have an issue with it. I, under, I understand now. Um, I understand now that some, it rouses up some people in the worst way possible. Um and it's like when people say, like I used to say, hence why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's one. It's just such a misused yeah, word, but, isn't but, it? But it's it's it, okay. So here's the thing: there's certain things you use because of of the environment you are in and mm-hmm. you were raised in. Mm-hmm. All right. The same applies. If everybody, when I used to use hence why, everybody around me used hence why, so I picked that up. But yeah. It, yeah, but then sometimes, that, do you use hence why in conversation or just in writing? Both, both really? at the time. At the time, I, I now I I make I don't do it. I, I I've cured myself. <laughs> <laughs> but but back in the day, mm. and I think the last person to correct me was Labu. Big up, big up Labu. She went, "Why are you saying hence why?" I'm like, 
you know what? I've heard that <laughs> so many times now. Let me fix up. And mm. then since then, I've, I've made a conscious effort not to say it. But, but my thing is, everyone mm. says, everyone around me, the majority, let's just say it, the majority of people around me say conversate. Just like the majority of Londoners, yeah? I was, mm. I was raised in London, so mm-hmm. I... There's lots of things I say, fam. I say in it. You get me? Mm. Like there's things I, do get I say, yeah. And that I pick these things up. So don't give me a hard time if I <laughs> accidentally but, drop say these things. I I you know I regurgitate these things back out. But hence came just appeared out of nowhere to me. It, and I think that's part of the interesting thing. I'm trying to think of the other phrases that are everywhere now. And I can't think of any, which is interesting. But I think social media often drives some of our our language. You're saying before social media yeah, with hence? I was saying hence why. And I was definitely saying conversate back in the day. But conversate wasn't that in R&B songs. <laughs> like mean, it's a, it's potentially but but that's my point so i'm i'm certain if we googled the thousands of grime lyrics out there someone's gonna say there'll be an artist who says no maybe but definitely conversate feels like it was r&b like hey girl no it's just general conversation let's talk let's Let's conversate it was a not in a not in a london accent i don't think i don't necessarily think we picked it up from r&b songs we just picked it Mm. up as a part of everyday communication maybe Mm, could be so I th- all I'm saying, people, all I'm saying is if someone says conversate, hence why, and whatever incorrect term or word, don't, don't, don't do that thing where, oh, people who do that get on my nerves. No, 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 no. It's like, it's like, I, it's like, the, <laughs> and I know, and I think you have issue with this. Is it you or someone else? You know, the term grammar Nazi. Do you I have don't know. The, so, there's some there's some me. people who have a big issue with grammar Nazi, but anyway, it's like it's like those it's like those people who switch on people for using Y O U R instead of Y O U apostrophe R E. Listen, I get that it's wrong, but it's not that wrong that you have to throw a bloody hissy fit <laughs> online. Like, get over yourselves. Like, and you know what? I, I, I kind of understand. If it's from English teachers, cool. I, I've seen a few teachers on my timeline absolutely lose their nut on it. Cool. It's, I get that you have to maintain a standard of, of, of language. Otherwise, it creeps into you. And then before you know it, you're, you're going to give someone in your class a blight for, for doing that. And I get that. You have to maintain a standard. So mm. fair enough. It's important for you, especially to be surrounded mm. with correctness. I get that. Mm. But for the average person, for the average housing officer or, 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 or hairdresser or, or accountant or, or whoever, like if someone says Y-O-U-R, stop having a hissy fit stop it i think it's more i suppose it it just depends on how connected you are to language and also like is it language or language there's one also i just think it's something that you can have a it's like um peter griffin says things that grind my gears it's for some people two character i know But real people write him. Come on, Gerps. So what does he say? What does he say? So he had a, there was a whole episode on Family Guy where you actually watch Family. Anyway, that's a conversation for another. So day. I watch it when I'm baking on the TV in the kitchen. I don't sit down and kind of take it all in. But I don't know why I'm trying to shade Family Guy. Do you think it's genius? Oh, all right. Let's let finish your point. We'll get to that. Okay. So there was a whole episode where he was at home with Lois, 
and the children Mm -hmm. talking about things. And then he said, so-and-so grinds my gears. And somehow it just blew up into this whole segment that he then got onto the news and he was doing like a five minute segment on the news saying, you know what grinds my gears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who can't drive well. You know what really grinds my gears? A proper rant segment. It was like a rant, perfect. Even before we were ranting online, yeah. So I think for some people, it's just a thing where you want to talk about it and you feel, I don't want to say important, but certainly you take it, maybe personally i don't know if people take it personally no, do you know what? or there's an expectation why don't you know how to write better do, english do, do you know what I'm, now that i'm thinking about it a couple of observations these people who always complain or rant or or whatever are, are almost always women okay and i've also seen posts and memes mm-hmm. implying that the quickest way for a man's number to get deleted <laughs> is him spelling your wrong. I've seen memes and posts about that. So why is it so important to women and not men? Why is that? Maybe it depends on the type of woman, but sometimes if you're cerebral, if you're interested in the written word, if you're interested in how... Men are interested in the written word. I'm not saying they're not, but I think... In maybe in terms of a hierarchy of needs in a potential partner, somebody that can communicate well and doesn't use text speak at our age, as you said. Please, like, let's let's put things into context. He sent you a text saying, "Um, let me think of it. Just do the last one you sent. Get your phone. No, no, don't even try it." (laughs) Um. Oh. <laughs> so if a guy, said, t- mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a sentence that you can. So if, all right, then here. So if someone says hi, H I, how, H W was, W A S, your you it's are not, no, 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 day. No, no, no. I. It's not. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not so much the text lang the text spelling. It's the actual, I'm talking specifically of a particular case where they say you're instead of you are. Okay. So. So you're beautiful. How was your day? And it's spelled Y-O-U-R-E. How about that? How was your day? And it's spelled Y-O-U-R-E. Now, let's let's put things into perspective. Yeah, because that means you know. They sent one text. Uh Yeah. They sent one text with that. Mm. All right. Now, I don't know about you mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure the same applies but how i type in text in facebook and stuff is does not it's not the same how i type when it's something of s- serious formal. importance or if it's formal mm-hmm. or if it's pr- on a professional level i juggle yeah yes yeah mm-hmm. so again going back to the scenario this guy who is interested in you says how was your day y-o-u-r-e no apostrophe yeah <laughs> no yeah. apostrophe no apostrophe yeah so he says that you're a lot of women would consider that a deal breaker or they say they consider that a deal breaker whether whether they actually shut down is a different story but they they state it's a deal breaker so it's always a combo of 
So there's like a graph. I'm literally doing my arms with a y-axis and an x-axis. And basically what you've got is how much do I want to have sex with this person? How fanciable are they? Yeah. Versus how jarring is their written communication in their text messages? Also bringing in how erudite are they? I need to get that in. Are they on the phone, for example? So if somebody can't text... You do roll your eyes a bit, but then if somebody, when they call you and then they, they're engaging and they're lively and they're funny and they're humorous, then you'd argue, all right, then I can deal with that. And also it's about how much you like them, but it can, it, it's a thing of, so do you care? It's a, it's like attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is an attractive uh, feature if somebody cares about the way that they write immediately for some people people who love words and you know they love um communicating if somebody writes well that can be a turn on whereas if they type y-o-u-r-e without an apostrophe you're just like really so you really or if they use it incorrectly then that in itself becomes a can be a little bit annoying because it's like, well, if you don't care about that, what, what, what else don't you care about? And then we, we women can then extrapolate that into lots of other areas, probably unfairly. Absolutely. So why don't, I was going to say, why don't men use the same, but that's pretty yeah. much. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, You're yeah. like, ah, it's not even a question. Ah, it's not even a question. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, 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 have you got any, any other topics that you wanted to bring up? <laughs> well, I don't know on the whole. I don't know how much time you got left. Go on. On the whole man, woman is different thing. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let's, let's do this. Shall we I'm do this? I'm actually looking forward to this. Go I on. don't know about that. Right. Yeah. So background is, so this is the background, but it's not necessarily the topic that I want to speak about directly. So there's a teacher. She's 38. She's based in the United States. She was caught in the back seat of her car mm. during the daytime by a police sheriff parked up on quite a busy um, high road in the US um, giving oral sex to a 15 year old boy, one of her students. There's been quite a lot. She's been arrested, um, but the outcome of that we don't know yet. Mm. There's been quite a lot of discussion on Facebook, on our social media walls about this woman. And the question is often framed as, guys, if your teacher looked like this, would you complain if you were having sex with her? Or would you call it rape if you were involved with her? Ladies, what do you think? So ladies just kind of get a, what do you think on the end of it? And it's, for me, it's been really interesting because a lot of the responses for men are, cool, wish she was my teacher, wish that happened to me when I was 15. If that was me in my life, I wouldn't tell anyone. It would be our little secret. I'd breed her up. What? Um, <laughs> and there was this kind of, un the, the, oh, too many issues in this one. But two things that struck me, one was, like it's fine to say you wanted it to happen to you if it's not happened to you because actually there are a lot of studies about how it does affect people one two 
men and women just are like poles apart on this thing. Yeah. And the notion that a lot of men were bringing forward, not all, but a lot was at 15, your hormones are raging. So any hole is a goal, quote unquote. And particularly if you're with an older woman, that is immediately like would get you props. It's a, yeah. I don't know why you've got dreamy eyes right now. No, like, you're such um, a fool. <laughs> oh God. And so I was, so part of my, so reading all of this, I was a bit like, I think there's some conversations that men and women should just have in their own spaces because I was looking, reading people's comments and just side-eyeing like, but I thought you were all right. <laughs> but you're actually okay. not sound. All right, all and right, and, all right. and this is not to say that what they're saying is wrong. It's just to say that where women are coming like, but no, regardless of how mature a boy thinks he is, he's still a youth, that's still a grown-up woman. And somehow men think that they're, that even when they're boys, that they've got some kind of agency over woman and that you, just because you're a boy, can get a woman who's a big woman to you. And I was like, shut up. Obviously, if a woman is with you at that age, she's in control of that. You're not in control of that. So it was very, so it was, so I- Okay, all right. Let's let's, let's take this in stages. Yeah. Um, You had issue, if I remember correctly, Mm. you had issues on- boys on the guys saying if she looked like that they'd be happy if I'm, am i correct so i wouldn't go as far as to say i've got an issue what i was trying to do was to probe a bit more yeah so my question was so is it that you don't see it as rape because she's a fit looking woman mm-hmm. if she wasn't and then you and therefore you get bragging rights yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah, what yeah. the guys were saying yeah. if she looked like let's say if she was a size 18 for our US listeners, a size 14 and she wow. was, you're welcome. <laughs> and she wasn't beautiful in the face and she had spots and she if didn't she have was, a, if she was generally unattractive, unattractive yeah. would you then consider that to be, yeah, it's an older woman breaking me in or would it now be problematic? So I was trying to ask that question, but sadly I didn't get any response. Okay. So I think, I think, the reason why those guys mentioned her her appearance is, I guess it boils down to consent. I, th- I hope I'm saying this right. If my, my, my belief is that if she's attractive, if they find her attractive, mm-hmm. then they won't object to her making the first move. Mm-hmm. They're almost like, yes, they would want it anyway. Mm-hmm. And what, what one of the guys said about at 15, your raging hormones, I, could, I can understand that. Because mm-hmm. when we were young, or me and my friends, we were just worried about where we're going to meet girls, where we're going to link girls, who's the next girl, let's go here, let's mm-hmm. go there, oh, what's her name, wants to see us with her friends, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So I can understand that. Now, yes, we all had fantasies and, and, and hopes of bagging an older woman it's 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 a well i i'd i'd be safe in saying the majority of young adolescent males dreamt of older women Mm -hmm. um so i can understand what that person said in regards to raw if she looked like that even though she is above age and i am underage and she is taking advantage of her authority and she's my teacher and Mm -hmm. so on even though she's breaking those barriers 
to them from the men's perspective it doesn't matter because it's something they probably fancy there anyway yes there's a lot of Do you that. get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i can understand that um and also uh, you might say this is um it's double standards or whatever whatever but i think men are wired differently they can they can they can do something and be very very removed from it where it's not considered traumatic even though it, it secretly it is to for a teacher to do things to you at that age it's definitely it's def there's definitely like you could sit down with a therapist and a person will break it down for you but this is definitely traumatic like to be taken advantage of even though at the time you may fully well yeah even now years later you may say yeah man i've got mm-hmm. uh, whatever whatever i've heard i've heard stories from my peers back in schools how they did something with certain teachers mm-hmm. and that and i don't believe it most people are liars but i sort of they the fact is they told a lie because they wanted it mm-hmm. so i can understand why at this age i imagine these guys are similar age to me mm-hmm. at this age that they would see nothing wrong with it so so you made a statement which is that guys are different or males are different and so they can do things without getting attached so does that mean that the teacher is attached because she's female or is that different no 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 in in the sense that i was i was explaining my um not my i didn't say i was explaining why (laughs) the guy said um if she's young sorry if she's attractive mm. it wouldn't be in you know in, in a few words it wouldn't be rape it wouldn't mm. i wouldn't consider it as rape i wouldn't be considered taking advantage of even mm-hmm. though she's the one in power in authority and, and all of that and she's clearly take like she's taking you know she's she's the one in control yeah but with men mm. they're like i wanted her anyway Mm. yeah yeah i think Do you get what i'm saying so it's like oh I, I if it was up to me i would have had you like i remember in in mm. in 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 class we had a new english teacher and she was very attractive she was a mm. uh, she was a young teacher mm-hmm. I, I don't know how old but she was definitely young and everybody was like like all the bad boys were, were well behaved and <laughs> When I say, oh, the stuff we did in school was terrible. <laughs> when I say they crossed the line, mm. they were dropping innuendos in speech. Yes, anything wow. like they were saying, yes, miss, I'll definitely stand up for you. Da, 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 da. Mm. Like they're just, they're just saying crazy stuff. And uh, given the chance, if she did that, they mm. wouldn't. They'd go, hell yeah. I think it's interesting because I suppose in the moment and in the, the thought... Me- I don't know if it's one of those things where the thought of it might be more, um, uh, might be more exciting than the deed of it. So part of my, part of my interest in this topic wasn't so much the specifics of that particular case, but the, I think the idea that in some things, it seems that men and women just have such different perspectives on things yeah where it didn't matter 
how much of a, a new perspective or another angle or evidence or psychological reports were presented. Some guys were just like, nah, if it was Miss so-and-so in my school, it would have been on. And I just think that's, that's fine because you can say that from a position of a fantasy. But there was somebody in one of the, the, the discussion threads who actually works with young men and some of them have had that happen to them. And he was talking about how it it can cause that fractured relationships in adulthood. It can cause a disconnect sometimes in terms of relationships mm. and sometimes for reasons that you don't connect to past um, events. And definitely one of the articles that I read was really interesting, which was about the way that female perpetrators of that crime and male perpetrators of that crime are viewed and so if a male teacher is caught with a girl student, he's almost definitely going to prison for a period of time, will certainly be vilified in the media, mm. um, will be ostracized by family and so on. But for the female teachers, it's a, but look how pretty she is though. And we don't want to throw the race into it, but look how pretty and white she is. And actually, look at this big strapping six foot tall black boy. Of course, you know, he's probably the one who's the perpetrator and she's the poor victim. And there was one case of a young man, probably about 20 years old now, and was up and down the place with one of his teachers in hotels, in his house, in her house, in cars, in the school. And when it did eventually go to court, the lawyer said, but you know, the teacher, she looks 20 and the boy, he looks about 35. So how are we even seeing him as a victim? And I think because of this whole, yeah, man, high five, look how you got missed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The problem is, is we don't even give boys the space to feel like actually that shouldn't have happened or I feel bad about that happening. No, but then I'd argue that some of them know that that shouldn't have happened mm -hmm. however because of the world they are raised in, yes they what they they are almost brainwashed into thinking they want it to happen absolutely but th and i totally agree with you but what i was saying is or what i'm saying now as well is because of the the environment and because of the thought processes and because the expectation is someone's going to say, bruv, you smacked it. Like you literally and metaphorically smacked it. It means that the boy who does feel any sort of a way, who does he go and speak to, to say, you know what, miss so-and-so is, you know, like I was with her the other day. The minute you say that, most of the responses are going to be, Bro, how was it? What was it like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're we're removing the space for boys to be even considered that something bad has happened. I remember. Go on. No, I was going to say, I I I completely agree, but part of me feels like I don't know what number. I don't know. Seven out of ten guys in mm. that situation will never believe it was wrong or it felt weird or whatever. whatever. I get I, you. Like, it wasn't as young as these kids, but mm. I remember in college and then I met an older woman. Mm. And after our first date, the way I was like, yeah, I felt really good about myself. Mm. And I can only imagine that in my school days, had I 
yeah, I didn't really, yeah, it's only till I got to college that I met sort of mm-hmm. uh, became involved with women older but until but during school it was always someone my age or younger and i'm like and i, I part of me thinks i don't think i would have had an issue with it in school so yeah so i so so i think you're absolutely right i think that there's kind of a lot of different issues in this which was why i found the whole thing just so interesting part of it is things become normalized or the society makes you feel like mm. something is normal. So, of course, if a girl goes home and says to her parents, so our one at school is Mr. Cook. He was the PE teacher. Right? So, why am I smiling? That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so, if I came home and said, oh, yeah, Mr. Cook is paying me special attention and Mr. Cook and I shared a kiss at the back of the bike sheds, because we literally had bike sheds at my school, there would be no, my mum, mother nor father would be like, okay, Natalie, that's righteous behaviour. But when- I don't think they'd do that for male children. uh, I don't know. No, no, parents, I can't see a parent's going, yeah, go on, son. I I can't ever see that. But where does the attitude, it's got to come from somewhere. No, but like I said, it's, 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 first of all, again, uh, there's double standards mm-hmm. end of right so without explicitly saying it it is seen as normal for an, for older men to get younger girls mm-hmm. and at the same time younger men to get older women it's just seen as acceptable mm-hmm Whereas if a woman does it, it's like, oh, what's wrong with her? She's a gold digger. She's this, mm-hmm. she's that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it, there's, there's things attached. It's just, it's an unfair world. End of. It's just an unfair, um, oh, what's the word? Misogynistic world. Like it's, it's just, it's just that way. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's it. It's not, it, I don't think parents, any, any parent or guardian that does that, that's, that's a different, that's a next topic. Okay. But we've got to assume then that, if child Sarah, so if Johnny goes, Billy goes home and says, all right, then let's say he doesn't go home. Let's say um, Billy plays football and somehow the, the, the dads on the football pitch somehow know the teacher, the female teacher is kind of, you know, is, is a, is an attractive teacher do the dads talk and so by the dads talking about cool i wish he was in my class do the children then hear that and then think oh my god so if miss was talking to me somehow i know that for my dad and his friends that there's a there's a value if i get her so i'm saying even if a, a father wouldn't say it to the son the society says it and men and women and fathers and mothers are part of society. Mm. So wherever these attitudes are coming from, they're seeping in from somewhere. And I just think, I remember, this is a segue, I remember Chris Brown, maybe two years ago or last year, whenever. And he said that his first sexual experience was with a, a woman or maybe a girl who was about 18. So yeah, a woman. And he was nine. And Jeez. he laughed it off because it's an older woman, ha, 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 wasn't either man. And I'm like, no, baby boy, you were a baby boy. And so 
and it, this isn't even about making people feel like they're a victim but just making people to understand that this is one not normal and two that you didn't have any control in that situation and somebody but a lot of men don't don't care about the lack of control at the end of the day okay like 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 i can see a lot of men saying but oh, you're oh, nine cares? but you're nine but i still got it in as young as young boys our sole aim was to lose it as soon as that's our sole aim that was our main aim in life to finish school and get out there wow so it's like what now you now so not only not not only am i getting it but i'm getting it from an older woman like the prize mm. the, you know there's the, you know like the the hotter and uh, and older the the woman is the better mm. you wow. stand yeah so i i don't i i think this is the thing and it's again it's it's unfair it's the world we live in but it's the misogynistic world we live in but as a young boy growing up i always yeah, I I always look at older women and go, "Wow, if only one day, mm. one day." Yeah. But so, now you want to go know? the opposite way and get some No, no, money. I don't. I I have a thing with dating young um, What's young to you though? I think now, I'm in my mid 30s. I think now anything below 32 would really? give me issues. Why? Because I don't know Jodeci. You know what would upset me? No, if people 30, 30 year olds know Jodeci. Only just? No, no, 30. I think, I think when it's like 27 and below, they don't know. They when you say to somebody, do you know, you remember Jodeci? Do you remember Stay? No, what's that? S what? Sorry? No. <laughs> Jodeci, no, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. No, I think 30 year olds know Jodeci. Prove me, prove me right, people. At Chat and Ish. At Chat and Ish. But, um, yeah so that is the thing though i think 32 is that's how many years difference that's not many years difference at it's all. not it's not but I, you I'm, go 10 I'm quite years particular i'm younger no, there's a difference like if i was to pursue something i wouldn't the, the lowest i would go I, it, there can't be too much of a gap really yeah for me yeah what are the challenges um i from experience i feel I feel very, the greater the gap, the the bigger the difference in mm. terms of just culture and, and, and similar things we share and tastes and stuff like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I think 32, you say. So if you were 40, mid 40s, do you think then you would feel like someone in their thirties could work? Because doesn't the age gap get smaller the older you get? No, like... it does. It does. It does. Mm. And normally, like I said, no, it does. But I, I personally would not feel comfortable. Mm. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I, I think it's. I, I guess it's the things you have in common. So and the reference points. Mm. So I know people that I knew in college or people that you knew from Sunday school or people that you know from school or people who were just your peers, you can say something and they get it or you can make this, a reference to something and they get it. And this is my thing. Mm. Three years 
two, even two years, you can lose a reference point or mm. something. You could like a lot can, for example, I was in college during, what's that show? Sun, is it Sunset Dreams? No, what's the Sunset name? Beach. Sunset Beach. Yeah. I was, I was in college during Sunset Beach. Um, <laughs> Had I been in school, I would have missed that because mm-hmm. I spent, distinctly remember sunset beach being on during sort of like 12 one and we were in the common room and it was up there <laughs> and and then during half term or whatever i'd be at home and i'd watch it and 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 there but had i been in school now i wouldn't have had time to watch it mm-hmm. so i would have completely missed that's true the sunset so it's little things like that i think that's very true did you tell me you played blackjack in your common room at college Everyone, but like they, oh. they, uh, but no, here's, okay, here's. I was the, scared. I thought you were going to say, right. no, we no, were no, reading no, no, no. Shakespeare we were in hours. Fool. Well, you're a thespian, oh, aren't you? Anyway, here's, here's the real tester. Do you, what are your rules of blackjack? And this, this, this is a classic. This is a good point. A good example of um, reference points. What are, what are the rules of blackjack? For Mate, you? you're asking me to go back. Right. So twos, you pick up two. Yeah. Uh, is it a king or a queen? You reverse it. King's reverse. Blackjack, you pick up. Yep. Um, eights, you miss a go. Yep. And what is queen? Something, but I can't remember what it is. Queen, you're supposed to cover. Queen, you cover with the same yeah. suit. Oh, right. They had that, this is my point. This is the original rules. Yes. These bloody millennials <laughs> now. Yeah. You guys listening. Yeah. Imagine. Back in the day, you could not put jacks on twos. For many people, they think that is the default standard beginning rule it used to be twos and twos mm-hmm. or jacks and jacks you can never put jacks on twos no absolutely not now mm-hmm. that's a standard some funny man rules it's it's standard and and then when i say which is cool i don't mind playing with that because you it dish, you, you get to dish out even more punishment <laughs> but but my thing is if i tell you you know this isn't the original rules isn't it like normally at the start of every game, I say, what's, what's the rules? Oh, I see. And people say, queens are slag, jacks on twos, whatever, whatever. Queens are but for, slag. Wow. Yeah, not my rules. But, you know mm. but for many people, that is a standard. And I'm like, no, queens never, queen never used to be a slag. You used to only cover her with a suit. No, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh. And you know what's annoying is when they start arguing with you and you're the original, please don't. And this is why I'm saying things like that. Like if I, if I, if I speak to a 33 year old, a 32 year old, they will go, no, Jackson too. is queens a slag. No, never. Oh my gosh. It's true. The original rules have literally been lost. And that's and you know what? It's culture. We need to retain this, this because common room canteen blackjack was the thing to do. So I went to Westminster College. It's flats now. It's really sad. Battersea, Battersea Park Road there. But we used to play blackjack. So I know the rules. And I think the only other time I've had this is with dominoes. And people don't know what key is. It's a whole thing. At chatting-ish, tell us what key is, please. Because there's been a lot of what big is? arguments. Do you play dominoes? I used to. So key is the ticket tile. Some people call it a tile. Go I call on. it a ticket that basically can be played at either end when all other numbers of that yeah, ticket yeah, yeah, are yeah, out. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was called key. I know that. But that's, uh, what do you call him? Um... Ah, oh, I don't know what, what 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 we called it, but no, I get I get what you said because then you're in a, you're in a state of power, you it, know. It, yeah, 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 right. yeah. So at your same there, got Soul Sundays event, 
big arguments. No, that's not key. This is key. But I'm Jamaican, so I know I'm like my friend. This is not key. And then you have to have conversations with everybody. And the sad thing is, is a lot of people don't play dominoes with uncles at yeah, rum yeah, shops. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've kind of missed that whole boat. So I think you're right in that sense of just commonalities on music, culture, films, um, TV shows. That is, I think, that the kind of the gel that holds, that potentially can hold relationships together unless you always want to be explaining that, you know, this is Jodeci, that's Mr. Darwin. That would be tiring. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, what to take, for, take away from this is when you're dating, find out what the original rules of black chat are according to your partner. And if they get it right, Stick with them. They're a keeper. <laughs> Save yourself all that stress. Isn't it? Isn't it? She's talking about jacks on twos or queens of slag. Get rid of her, man. She's no good. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening in. And once again, I do apologize for the long, disgusting, abstain uh, celibacy Abstinence. from pod, it? the podcast. In fact, that's going to be the title, the podcast celibacy or something like that. So, um, yeah, thank you for locking in. And we're back and we'll be on weekly. And I see Natalie just holding her hand up high. Yes, you may speak, Natalie. No, if I put my hand up, you have to say go. Go. Was this a Tottenham cake episode or a courgette episode? Oh, here we go. Um, I think it was 80% courgette, 20% Tottenham cake. But can you just, because I'm a long-term listener of your team. Yeah, yeah. Do you not, do I get props for remembering that and bringing no, it no, in? No, I've, I've given you. No, you haven't propped me. Nah, you would not be here if you didn't get props. Mm. Are you serious? Maybe I was just free. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. You're joking. But yes, um, as of now, we will be on a weekly, um, we'll be back on a weekly schedule. Um and hopefully me and Mikey could get the whole schedule thing sorted. We might have to do it over the phone if need be. But um, yeah, we will make it happen. So Natalie, thank you so much for saying yes to this and um, for, yeah, for being my co-host. Thank you very much for having me. And um, for the next episode, I'd like to see you in something red and romperish. Anyway, um, is there anything you want to promote, Natalie? Goodness, um, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at 13 Rhythms. So you can find out lots of information about business development, support. There's loads of things in the pipeline. When, um, when's your next event? Because you, you <clears throat> did a few events before, didn't you? I did a few events before. I'm um, waiting on confirmation of dates. So if you stay tuned and like the Facebook page, you'll certainly be notified of all the stuff on that and also on instagram i'm natalie the cake lady you'll find pictures of cakes and high heels and just a quick question yeah we should have brought this up earlier mm -hmm. you you've been a fan of high heels for a long time mm -hmm. are you aware that they were uh, an invention by a man uh, with the sole purpose of sexualizing women even more or making women more, look more attractive were you aware of that it's not something that I've remembered, but definitely what they do to the body, it would make sense, yeah. And how do you feel about that now that I've told you that bit of information? And the reason why I ask you is because I've always, you're quite a deep thinker. You're, you're um, and I risk sort of offending many of my friends, but you're one of my 
most intellectual, deep, thoughtful thing, uh, friends out there. And I feel that every time I see you posting high heels, maybe I'm thinking way too much into this, but every time I see you posting a picture of a high heel, I think, what, like, you, are you aware that this was a man-made, like this was a, a man-made invention, a thing to almost exploit women? Like it was created for the sole purpose of men's gratification, like, you know, to, to please men. Um, is my feminazi meant to come out now? We've... I don't know. I'm just, I just thought. I think so. Okay. So I'm, I'm, again, I might be looking way No, I, I think it's a really good question. I think in terms of my, um, part of my meanness, I almost always have two pairs of shoes on me. So even if I'm wearing heels, there's a pair of flats in my bag. Um, high heels. I'm tall as it is, so high heels make me stand up straighter. They do push your torso, they push your hips out, they push your chest out, they tighten your calves so they give your leg shape. All of that is mm -hmm. completely about attractiveness to men. My reason for wearing heels is they're pretty and I like walking around in them. But it's not, someone asked me this question the other day, my friend in Zim, we were on WhatsApp and then they were saying, do you wear makeup for dudes? And I was like, mm, no, you wear makeup for yourself. And a lot of men don't believe that, but I like high heels because of what they do to me. They make me feel different. Do you know what? I can believe that because today I was listening to um, Dr. Oz and he said the cellulite industry is a two billion pound industry. Wow. and I, it just made me think, I've never heard of men complain about cellulite. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think all these women who are scraping the fat from here and li liposuction and all of that, they're doing it for their counterparts. They're not really doing it for men. I think there's, I think it's a twofold argument. There's no, and this is maybe a bigger topic you'll have with your next guest, but definitely the whole industry is what can we tell women is wrong with them so we can monetize it. And mm. so then what you get is, of course, you'll remember SA because we're peers. The whole thing about bottom, having a bum, is, so some, so some people will argue, no, it was always about bottom, that's fine. But in terms of the wider world, mainstream. the mainstream, having a booty is now the thing to have. It wasn't always like that. Nope. It used to be breasts, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Right. So. Once something becomes a problem, now I can say, well, you don't have a bottom, but I've got the solution so I can make you pay for my solution. And these things about doing things for men, of course, people love to say men are visual creatures. So men love how women look more than anything else, blah, blah, blah. See all my, I'm your most intellectual friend, all of that, or one of the intellectuals. No one cares about that. No one really cares about that. What they care about is, well, what do you look like when you're naked, pet? That's what's more important. Pet? Who yeah. says pet? I say pet. All right. Pet. Okay. <laughs> so, so of course, it is, it is partly about doing things for men. And the things that men complain about is not the things that women complain about. But ultimately, I think it's a bigger thing about if I tell you your lips are too small, but I've got something I can inject in them and charge you for it. We live in a capitalist, patriarchal society. So those things would make sense. Let's commodify your insecurities and make money from it. And on that note, 
that has been chatting ish i can't i think it's the four, 15th or 14th episode i don't know um thank you so much again follow us on all the socials at chatting ish at chatting ish you can find us on soundcloud forward slash chatting ish twitter at chatting ish instagram at chatting ish facebook forward slash chatting ish and itunes chatting ish one word please follow us uh have a listen if you like rate us subscribe uh and share with at least one person if you like if you don't like let us know engage interact at chat and ish uh as always every sunday i run a neo soul lounge in the heart of london city got soul every sunday at south place hotel you can search for that using the hashtag got soul sundays that's it say bye deuces oh wow peace, peace.